There was people who had great personalities, but I kind of had all three and I, I was doing it and no one else was. And I think that that's like one of the lessons I want you guys to take away is that like I was just willing to try until it worked. I was willing to send 15 emails in order to get one back. And I know even still to this day, there's a ton of girls that play golf still to this day. And I remember at the time, a lot of them looked to me and were like, how the fuck is this chick getting paid 5000 when we're barely getting, you know, a Southwest airline ticket in the fucking best Western hotel? But I was just willing to do it. I was willing to have the confidence to say, I'm fucking awesome at this. Your clients are going to have the greatest day ever and you should be willing to pay for this. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you, fire you up, and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all, what is up? It is Christina. It's a solo episode today, and today's topic came from you, and I'm so excited to talk about this, and I'm actually uh, surprised I haven't thought about talking about this a little bit more. Uh, every once in a while on my Instagram, at Christina, I put those little question boxes, and I say, hey, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast? And I'm so grateful when you guys give me some inspiration on what I want to or what you want me to talk about because you know honest to god I really do this podcast for y'all I enjoy it obviously I get get to connect with some amazing humans um our guests but then I also get to talk into this mic in my office in my sweatpants with my hair in a bun and no makeup on like I'm doing today and sharing some of my life in hopes to inspire you to decide it is your turn and not only do I want to inspire you, I want to give you strategies and techniques and what I have gone through. And that is exactly what today's episode is about. So whether or not you are someone who is an entrepreneur or have your own business, I hope you can uh, listen to today's podcast and find something to take from it. I like I said, I asked on social media at, over at B Christina. Um, I asked a question, hey, what do you want me to talk about on the podcast? And one of you amazing humans said, I would love to hear a little bit more about your entrepreneurial journey and what it has taken to have the success that you now have. And, you know, obviously success is extremely relative, but I consider myself a pretty successful human being. You know, I'm probably no, as a, a very hard on myself type A personality. I'm probably not even anywhere close to where I want to be. But overall, I'm a pretty successful human being. I, I believe I live a life that I really, really love 87% of the time. Let's say that 87% of the time I fucking love my life. Uh, my life is pretty 
plain and pretty normal, I'd say five to six days a week. And then, you know, on the weekends, I feel like I have a, a pretty awesome life, but I love what I get to do on a daily basis. I truly believe I'm one of the happiest people. And I also have a really nice life financially. There's not really much I have to worry about. I can pay all my bills and I have, you know, the blessings to do kind of whatever I want whenever I want, obviously to some extent. But overall, I think I have a pretty fucking awesome life. And I have created that life overall in the last probably uh, the way that I've wanted to create it definitely in the last six to seven years. But even before that, I had a pretty much an entrepreneurial journey my whole entire life. And one of you amazing humans asked me to kind of give you a give you a snapshot of what it has taken and where all of the road um the, the winding ass hard sometimes uh you know blood sweat and tears road that has led me to where I am today which obviously you know god willing it's not ending anytime soon and hopefully the road gets more and more amazing but uh, on this episode, I really wanted to kind of talk about how this whole goat rodeo started and um, some of the highs and some of the lows. And I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you can take from it um, some of the not only strategy, I guess, but a lot of it is the mindset behind making a pretty successful multiple, multiple six figure business and uh, lifestyle that. I actually really, really like. And I think that that's really important to say. You know, there's a bunch of people who make fuck tons more money than I do that are probably miserable. And, you know, there's probably a lot more people that make a lot less money than I do that who are probably more happy, even though I do feel like overall I'm a very happy person. I, I actually really like my life. And so I really want to kind of, you know, hit home on that, that I like what I get to do. Have I always liked what I got to do? No, <laughs> but I've always had a pretty cool, pretty cool journey. So thank you to those who asked for this, uh, for me to talk about this. And so I'm just going to kind of jam out and I'm going to try to remember some of the details and hopefully you enjoy this and hopefully you can take something from it. And I just want you to know that like, if I can do this, I'm just like a normal fucking person that's just kind of done, you know, abnormal type of things. But you know, if I can ever help you with this journey, obviously that's what I do in my one-on-one -on -one coaching and my mastermind groups and all the things, but, you know, always reach out, feel free to send me a text message at 501-222-3362 or head on over to Instagram at BE Christina and uh, send me a message if this resonates or if you have any follow-up questions for me. But so this will be my fifth year into the coaching world. But before that, I was actually an entrepreneur as well. I've actually feel like I've been an entrepreneur since I was like freaking two years old. You know, my parents uh, owned a golf course when I was younger and I was a hustler since basically in diapers. I was the kid who was like cleaning golf clubs, washing carts, finding golf balls at like five years old in order to make 50 cents. Uh, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, I've worked for other people, but I've always had that hustle inside of me. I always, even though for such a long time in life until I was about 27, 28, where I kind of hit my rock bottom, I always knew I was going to be successful. Like I've always figured it out. And I do think that that's, you know, a characteristic that I have that my give up factor is like zero. Um, I do think that that's really, really important. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think everyone is made to be an entrepreneur. I don't think everyone wants it. And so I do say that to kind of like put an asterisk behind this. 
for me, it's what's been amazing, but I don't think it's for everyone. So I'll kind of say that. But, you know, starting at a young age, I was always kind of a hustler. And then um, when I got, I think I was actually still in high school when I was like, okay, I better get a job outside of working for my dad. You know, I was always kind of working with my dad literally from like when I was not really truly working, but I was just making an extra, you know, couple bucks a week. But when I started, you know, really working for my dad at one of his golf courses, I was, I think I started working when I was probably, you know, 11 or 12 years old. And then I was always babysitting and I was always figuring out ways to make money. And then um, when I was, I think I was 15 years old, I don't think I was able to um, drive myself to work. I think someone had to drive me. I started working at a different golf course, not under my dad. And I was actually the first female to ever work in the bag shop, like where they uh, clean the clubs and and take the clubs for the members at a private country club. And I started doing that when I was like, I think 15. And, you know, long story short, I worked at the golf course all the way up until I was like probably 21 years old and I was in college. And that was definitely how I got into the golf world. I was working at a golf course. I figured out, I was like, okay, shit, I want to hang out with the guys after work. So I better take up golf. And that's what I did. But at nighttime, because I grew up in Canada, when I was 18 years old, I started working in the bar industry. So I was making really good money in the bar industry during the night. And then during the day I was working at the golf course. And then I learned how to play golf really quickly, got to college, kind of fast forwarding this. Throughout college, I was very fortunate. I had a full scholarship, so I didn't have to work throughout college. Um, I worked a little bit in the summers, turned professional right after college, played professional golf for about three years. But during that period of time is really when I kind of figured out I really wanted to figure out something of my own. And you know, I during that time, right after college, I was definitely still in a bad mindset. I did not like myself. I was chasing something that I was not supposed to be chasing. I was chasing the fame. I was chasing the golf. I was chasing, you know, the stardom, the money, the fame, whatever it was. I was chasing the thing that I thought was going to make me happy because everyone said it would. And, um, but during that time is when I started doing corporate and charity golf outings. And what that meant was, companies hired me to host people on the golf course. And it started out at like $500 a day. And at the time I was broke as a joke. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. People are going to pay me to like bullshit and hit golf balls. You know, fast forward, literally, I think I did that for over 10 years and obviously evolved. But I want to talk about that because, you know, when I first started doing that, how I started that was I was a guest on a sports radio show right after I had done some reality television show on the golf channel it was called big break and i remember someone called into the radio and said hey we're having this charity golf tournament would you come out and hit golf balls for us we'll give you 500 dollars for the day and i was like yeah that's amazing and i remember coming home and telling my now husband i was like can you believe this they literally just paid me 500 dollars to do to like stand on a tee box and bullshit and hang out and hit golf balls and i remember thinking like okay that was like a one-time thing whatever but I also remember during that time, I had given like three people my phone number because they're like, oh, do you do this for other people? And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, uh, are they is someone else actually going to pay me for this? And so I did. And that's how it kind of started. And the first year I probably did five. The second year I probably did 10. I got some, you know, business cards made. I started sending out some emails and doing all the things. I got my name on my bag and you know, my prices ended up going up. I think the second year is when I was charging like $2,000 a day. And, you know, it was starting to become a business. But I also remember during that time, I think my mind blocks it out. At 
how hard that was, how hard that was for me to believe that I was worthy of getting paid money to hit golf balls when I really wasn't even that fucking good. Like, I really wasn't. And I think back about it, you know, they were hiring me because I was really great with the client. Yes, I looked a certain way. I'm not going to lie. Like, you can't show up in a muumuu and, you know, get paid really well to do that. Like, I'm the first person to tell you that. But I also had a really fantastic personality. And I also, you know, showed up to every single person you know, giving them all of my attention and all of my energy, which I still think I do today, even with my clients. But, you know, I think that that was something that that was obviously looking back, that's what they were paying for. And I was like, better than most people at golf. I wasn't the best by any means, but I was better than most. And, you know, at the time, five, six, seven years into it, I called it the trifecta. You had to look a certain way, play a certain way, but you definitely had to socialize a certain way. And that's what they were paying for. They were paying for the whole experience. But even during that time, like no one had ever done what I was doing ever without an LPGA or PGA Tour card. Yes, like at the time, like Natalie Golbis, she was a she's still to this day. She plays a little bit, but she was it right. She was like the Heather Locklear of the time. Right. That's an old school person. But, you know, she was it in the golf industry and people were paying her like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a day to show up. And I was actually doing actually had the pleasure of shooting a television show with her and I was talking to her about it. And she's like, good for you for doing that. And then I worked with a lot of guys that were getting paid 15, 20,000. But again, they had PGA Tour cards. And so I think that is like one of the big lessons in this is that just because no one had ever done it before didn't mean that I couldn't figure out a way to do it. And I actually look, you know, I tell my clients all the time. I actually, one client in particular, I told her she has a very specific niche in her coaching world right now. And I was like, you are so fucking lucky. You are literally playing with the bluest ocean ever. You know, she's a coach, a mindset coach, and she like has a very specific niche that she's marketing to in her community. And I was like, you are so, so lucky. I mean, if she lived in Los Angeles, California, there's 875,000 fucking mindset coaches within a 50 mile radius, right? I was like, you're so lucky. And I think that that's the way that I tried to look at it back then is that like, you know, people were telling me like, this isn't a real job. And how are you doing this without an LPGA card? And no one really knows you. Well, no one else was doing what I was doing. No one else was really hustling to get the clients. But, you know, I want to tell you that like, there was a thousand times that I probably should have quit that. Like, I remember family members <laughs> telling me I suck at golf and because I do like I wasn't that good like I shouldn't have been being paid what I was being paid to hit golf balls and I definitely wasn't the most gorgeous human on the planet and I wasn't by far like I mean there was people who had great personalities but I kind of had all three and I, I was doing it and no one else was and I think that that's like one of the lessons I want you guys to take away is that like I was just willing to try until it worked. I was willing to send 15 emails in order to get one back. And I know even still to this day, there's a ton of girls that play golf still to this day. And I remember at the time, a lot of them looked to me and were like, how the fuck is this chick getting paid 5,000 when we're barely getting, you know, a Southwest airline ticket in the fucking best Western hotel. But I was just willing to do it. I was willing to have the confidence to say, I'm fucking awesome at this. Your clients are going to have the greatest day ever and you should be willing to pay for this. 
Because a lot of times charities and stuff were like, are you kidding? I'm not paying, you know, $5,000 out of the money that could go to our charity to give it to you to come in and hit these shots if you're only bringing in $3,000 in the money on the tee because I used to hit a shot and they'd pay to do it. But what I was explaining to them was that experience made for an amazing day. And honestly, like if I'm being honest with you, I was kind of the talk of the event for a, like a lot of time. Like people loved having me there. The experience was phenomenal. People used to take photos with me and couldn't wait to get to my hole and all the things. So it was kind of, again, like even though I had worries and doubts in my head, my confidence in knowing that like I could show up and give a client a good experience, even if I had to hit four golf balls and, you know, one out of a hundred people say, oh, you suck at golf. Well, yeah, I'm not the fucking best person on the planet. You trust me, if you were hiring Natalie Galvis, you'd have to pay 30 times more. But I was just willing to do it when other people, when other girls were like, well, no one's going to, no one's going to pay me that. And I was like, yeah, well, no one wants to pay me this either, but sure as fuck, I figure it out because I was just willing to do what most people weren't willing to do. And so I think that's lesson number one is that, you know, entrepreneurship and doing something that's outside of the box. And if you're listening to this and you want to start a business or you're doing something that you're super passionate about, even back then, I was just willing to do more than most. I was just willing to send out 20 emails and I was willing to get 20 no's and I was willing to send 21 and finally I got a yes. I was willing to bet on myself. I was willing to say like, no, yeah, I understand you normally only pay $500 for this, but I promise you this is the value that I can provide. And sometimes I was willing to say, you know, okay, I'll come and I'll do it for $1,000 this time. You guys, this is a really cool tip. And I don't, I remember telling so many people this now, but oftentimes when you're starting out, um, most people, you know, sometimes aren't willing to pay you the best, right? Like they're not willing to pay you your full fee. So let's say your full fee is $10,000. I think this is a fantastic tip. I've actually helped a lot of people in the golf industry with this and probably in the business industry as well. So my full fee, uh, I think maybe five or six years in, my full fee was $10,000 a day. But there was certain events that I had the time for. So let's say it was a September, you know, September 8th event. And I had September 8th available on my schedule. I was going to be in the Baltimore area. And I sent an email to like probably 10 other golf tournaments. Well, they're like, no, no, we don't have $10,000. And I said to them, I was like, okay, no problem. You know, what is your budget? And we figured out something that was close. So let's say that they said, okay, well, we have $6,000 and that'll pay for your expenses. I always said to them, I was like, absolutely no problem. I have the time available in my schedule. My full price is $10,000. However, I'd love to do the experience for $6,000 for this one time. However, I would love for you to pass my name on along to XYZ event, whatever event it was, and tell them what a great experience it was once the event's over. Would you be willing to do that? And 99.9% of them said, oh yeah, absolutely. And what that did is it got the next event to pay me the $10,000 because that was my full price. So I said to them, I was like, absolutely. I would be happy to do it for 6,000. However, I would love for you to share this information and tell them my full fee rate is a $10,000 a day price point. And that's how I made it work. And so I kind of just think that I was always willing to do less, especially in the beginning when I had the time and I needed the money. 
but I was 100% confident of this is my full fee rate and this is what I charge. And so it made people feel like you were giving them a big discount. But when they passed along your name, you were telling, they were telling the other company your full fee. So I think that that's a really helpful tip. That was just kind of a side note. But when I got out of the golf industry, so I did the golf industry thing for quite some time and I was always just willing to hustle. I was, you know, I was willing to do a television show here and there. I was willing to fly to this place and I was willing to connect with as many people as I possibly could. I mean, over the years, I'm so freaking grateful. I connected with everyone from David Faraday to Jack Nicholas to Natalie Gulbis to Peter Jacobson. Um, you know, the list goes on and on, but I was always confident in myself in those moments when I had the two seconds to talk to them. You know, I remember Peter Jacobson said to me one time, he said, Christina, be a sponge. That's the best thing you can possibly do. Be a sponge, take what you want and leave what you don't. And I think that that was a really helpful tip for me is that I was always just trying, again, this is kind of what I preach now in this business is be around people who like have more than you, who have more experience than you, who dream bigger than you. And I think that that's what I did a really good job with was I was just put myself in situations like and I was even willing to go into certain situations and pay my own way just to be around that certain caliber of person. You never know the connection you were going to make. You never knew who you were going to meet. But if you were confident in yourself in that moment, and I think that this is why confidence is such a big deal. You guys, I had tons of fears. I had tons of insecurities. I really didn't like myself at the time, but I was always willing to just take that one tiny step and have that moment of confidence. And that moment of confidence, like typically, it built into the next moment of confidence. So I was like, I'm okay, Christina, all you have to do is go into that room and just hold your head high. And even though you're shitting your pants by being there, you just have to do it. You just have to get in that room. And then it was one more connection, one more connection, one more connection. And that kept building my confidence. Again, I've said on this podcast a hundred times that confidence is a muscle, right? I just had to have enough confidence to take that first step. And so I think that that was really helpful to remember. And, you know, that kind of leads into like how I kind of got into the coaching side of things. I remember going to my first event in 2017, and I've told this story a few times, but I was so fucking nervous to go to that event. I felt like every single person in the room knew exactly what they were doing. I felt like every single person had their shit together. No one had the problems. No one hated themselves the way that I did. No one didn't feel like they were lost. And guess what? Every motherfucker in that room felt the exact same way as I did, except for maybe they were one or two steps ahead. But I was just willing to get into that room. And I remember going to that first event. And obviously, I've kind of skipped a little bit of the journey. But I remember going to that first event and that's when I had really started to invest in myself. I really started to change my mindset. I really started to like work on myself. I was, you know, going to therapy, listening to the podcast, reading the books and trying to change my habits. I was getting into gratitude. I wasn't speaking as unkind to myself. I was willing to do the work. I was like obsessed with changing my life. Like I knew I was kind of at that rock bottom moment where I was like, things are going to get real terrible or I'm going to change this. And I got so obsessed with it. But I remember going to that first event in 2017, and I was just willing to get in the room. I was just willing to try something different. And then, like, going to that event, you guys, I literally remember going to that event. I booked it last minute. It was truly a God thing. I had never had a golf tournament corporate event cancel on me ever. And I had this event in mind in, I think it was in Ohio. And um, 
like last minute, my golf tournament had canceled. The corporate event had canceled. And I was actually lucky. I got to keep the thousand dollar deposit, but <laughs> um, it had canceled. And I remember seeing this event and I was like, Christina, you just have to go. And I think I spent like $5,000 to go. I got, you know, a hotel room, a rental car, airplane, the ticket, you know, food, all the things, but I just knew I had to go. And you guys, $5,000 at the time was a lot of money. Uh, yes, I was making six figures, but like it was still a lot of money to like blow in a weekend, right? But I just knew that I had to do it. And so like, this is the reason why I say sometimes you guys, you have to invest in yourselves because you know it's going to play out in the long run. Like that's the confidence thing too. You just have, a, have to have a little bit of bravery and go, okay, I'm just going to do this thing. It's, it doesn't make sense. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? I'm going to waste all this money and I'm going to figure it out moving forward. Right. So I went to this event and I left like literally a fire under my ass. I was like, wow, this is exactly what I want to do. I want to be surrounded by people like this. And it was probably like shortly after I invested in a online um, mastermind program. So it wasn't in person. It was online. I found these accountability partners. I started doing some online courses but I knew that I wasn't fully going all in. And, you know, as much as I hate to say it, I probably waited about, I'd say about a year before I finally was like, I wrote it down in my journal every single fucking day. I will help other women feel good about themselves. My goal in life is to help other people never feel the way that I felt about myself. And that's literally how it started because I just never wanted to go back to that spot. And I knew. If I could help myself, well, then I knew I could help someone else because people started asking me to go for coffee and people were starting to ask me like how I was changing my mindset and people were starting to ask me like what I was doing. And I was like, there's got to be something to this because I'm paying thousands of dollars. I'm obsessed with this shit. If I'm changing myself from like literally wanting to die, which is sad to say, but true, if I am able to do this, I sure as fuck, I've got to be able to help someone. And I didn't know how to do it. Like I literally did not know how, but I just knew I needed to do something. And so I was taking these online courses and I was in this virtual mastermind group and I had these accountability partners. And I said, I was like, Christina, this mastermind, oh my God, this is changing the game. Like this is fucking amazing. Like you have these people that you can support and they think like you and they're not going to let you down. And I was like, I got to do this. I have to do this. Hey, y'all, it's Christina. I just wanted to jump in here real quick. On a recent podcast, I mentioned that I have been on over 100 free discovery calls over the last year, and I want to do the exact same thing in 2022. People often wonder, well, what do I get out of these calls? Men and women from around the world who are jumping on these calls are walking away from the calls with more clarity, figuring out the mindset block that's stopping them from feeling really confident to make more money, feel fulfilled, and know what next step they have to take in order to decide it's their turn. So if you've ever thought about jumping on one of these calls, I would absolutely love to talk to you. So feel free to send me a text at 501 501- 222-3362. Text me the word call and we can book one of those calls or head over to the show notes and you've got a link to my website where you can book a free discovery call with me. So I remember it was another God moment and I remember writing it down. Like I said, I wrote it in my journal every single solitary day. I will help other women not feel the way that I felt. I will help other women. And I didn't know how I was going to do it. I did not know how. But I knew this mastermind thing was like something that I wanted to do. And I remember it was like a God thing. I remember 
my husband had recently invested in something called YPO, which is Young Presidents Group. And I, I felt totally out, like totally out of fish out of water type of situation. I was like, I'm not a president of a million dollar company, but my husband is. So I'll go to this dinner. And I remember sitting at this table and there was one other woman in the group who was the actual member, not the spouse. And I was lucky enough, I sat at this table with her and I remember having just a tiny bit of guts. And I said to her, I was like, hey, would you ever want to do a mastermind with me? And like, this woman is unbelievably fucking successful. Like, what does she need me for? But I just, I just asked her and sure as shit, we got on a phone call and it's such crazy thing that um, I still meet with these women to this day, but I asked, I, I met this woman at this dinner, asked her, we got on a call and I said, okay, so here's the thing. I, I feel like I can do this mastermind thing because I wasn't asking them to pay. I wasn't asking them to do anything, but I just knew I had to try it. I said, this thing has really changed my life. Would you be interested in doing this? I know that you're the only woman in this YPO group. Do you want to grab one other woman? I'll grab one other woman and we're going to do this mastermind thing. I'll run it. We'll just all be a part of it. It'll be like three months. We'll do this. Sure enough, we gathered two other people. She gathered uh, one person and I got another person who, when I asked the one person, she literally thought I was asking her to buy something like multi-level marketing or something. But I, I said to her, I was like, no, 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 this is called a mastermind. I've been a part of them. It's really been helpful for me. I really respect you. I know we don't know each other a ton, but I think that this would benefit you. Would you be open to this? So I started meeting with these four women, didn't ask them to pay anything in the beginning, but I started meeting with these four women and I was like, I was the moderator. I knew how to run a mastermind because I was a part of it. About two or three months into that, I was like, this fucking works. Like these women are successful as fuck already, but like, wow, they're getting massive breakthroughs and so am I, and, and I'm facilitating it. And keep in mind, like, I don't have a degree to do this. Like I just have done it for myself. And so I remember telling Nathan one night, I was like, Nate, I think I can do this. And I think people can pay me because I'm seeing like the results that are coming from these three women. I have to do this. And I remember he said to me, he's like, okay, what are you going to do? And I said, I have to hire a coach. I have to hire someone to tell me how to do this properly because if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And I remember reaching out to a couple of mentors and I was like, hey, would do you know anyone who would do this or would you do this? And I remember like one coach was like 30 grand and I was like, I, I can't do 30 grand on my first, on my first go. Like I, I believed in myself, but not that much. Well, guess what? That mentor sent me to someone else. And I remember the day that I said, yes, I went back and forth with this guy. I got on a call with them and I said, I have to do this. Cause if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do it. And so I paid, it was uh, 18,000 something dollars. I can't remember exactly, but it was back in 2018, I think. Um, it was in the beginning of 2018, I think. And I said to him, I was like, uh, I, I need to figure out how to do a mastermind. So I flew out to Nashville. We did this in-person session for 90 days. It cost me like 18,000 something dollars. I promise you guys, I cried. I didn't think I was doing anything right. I never felt like I was going to get there. I felt like I had wasted this money. I wasn't sure what I was doing. I don't feel like the coach knew what he was doing, but I just knew in my soul I was going to figure it out. And I kept showing up. And um, I remember my brother and his girlfriend were living with us at the time and his girlfriend didn't have a job. 
And I remember paying her like $15 an hour. She was like my first virtual assistant, even though she wasn't virtual. She was living in my house. And I remember we sat at my kitchen table for hours upon hours every single day. And I was so stressed out in the beginning because I was like, this has to work. This has to work. Like, I have to help people. And in the beginning, you guys, like every person starts something, right? Like every person starts something. Starting, like I'm going to be honest, starting is fucking easy. (laughs) The hard part is keeping going. Like that is the hard part. That is where everyone gets stuck is the keeping going when it does not make sense. When you're spending way more money. I didn't, I wasn't bringing in one fucking dollar. Like not one fucking dollar. And keep in mind, people were thinking, oh, I had all these social media followers. Well, guess what? I had literally, I think I had 12,000 followers at the time. Well, guess what? They were all dudes from golf. No one gave two fucks about mindset or confidence or success. And even in the beginning, it wasn't like, oh, I know I'm going to be the number one confidence coach in the world. No, in the beginning, I was kind of all over the place. Like I remember in 2017, I was posting workout videos and I was posting food recipes and I was posting, you know, inspirational quotes. And I was, you know, talking about random shit at the gym because I wasn't exactly sure on how I was going to do it. Like I knew what was helping me, but I wasn't sure like what my journey was. And so I just started. You guys, I want you to hear this. Like I just fucking started. And what I started doing four and a half, five years ago when I first started is nothing like I'm doing today, even though it kind of is, it's so not even close. But I just started. And the thing I didn't do is I didn't stop. Even when I was spending all of the money, even when I felt like not one motherfucker was paying attention. If you guys went back to like my very first Instagram account, I promise you I had like three, five, ten likes on social media. I wasn't even really using Facebook. Maybe I was in the beginning, but like I was just doing it. I was just showing up. I was just willing to act like an idiot. I was just willing to like share with people what was working for me until it like the path started to present itself. So I ended up finishing this course. I ended up finishing this like session with this coach, right? And then ta-da, at the end, I thought I was going to do this online course and I thought everyone was going to buy it. You guys, I had no followers. Like no one was going to buy it. Like no people weren't following me for that. And people didn't know even really know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, People knew that like I was a strong, confident female, but even at the time, I didn't know I was a strong, confident female. I knew I was making money in a guy's world. So I, I started this online course. It was called Commanding Your Worth. And I, I put all this money into it. And guess what, you guys? I probably sold $500 of that fucker in the first year. Like it was nothing. I put probably five grand into it, but I just kept going, right? And then after that, like a couple people started to follow me and a couple more people started to follow me. And then all of a sudden I was asked to do a couple of podcasts and then I was asked to go speak at an event. And oh my gosh, you would have thought that I had, you know, won a Grammy. I was so excited. But you guys, the, the, it was so far and few between the hard things, the tears with my husband thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. This is never going to work. I remember literally only like four years ago, having a conversation with my husband saying, I'm going to go be a bartender again. That's what I did when I was 18 and I made good money and it was fine. Like dead fucking serious. I had those conversations with my husband because I was like, that is the thing that I know how to do. That's easy. 
You guys, that wouldn't have felt my soul. There's nothing wrong with that. I had a lot of fun in a lot of regards being a bartender, but that wasn't my purpose on the planet. That wasn't what I was meant to do. That isn't how I was going to make this massive impact. That wasn't how I was going to help another human being feel confident to live a life that they fucking loved. Like, I remember the very first video I did that kind of took off. I remember I was sitting in a parking lot where I live and I had just got off a phone call with a woman who I played college golf with. And she was devastated because she was just about to call it quits after her professional career in golf. She played for two or three years and she was about to move home to Sweden. And she called me and she said, Christina, I think my life's over. I think my life is over. I'm not playing golf anymore. I'm going to go home. I have to get a job. My life's over. And I remember being like literally the rage that built up inside of my body was like beyond comprehension. I'm getting hot just thinking about it right now because I remember being that person. I remember feeling like my life was fucking over when I stopped playing golf. I literally thought every single thing on this planet, the only way I had a purpose on this planet is if I was playing golf, how I looked and how much money I was making. That's it. And I remember talking to this sweet girl and just wanting to come through the phone and hug her and tell her, no, that is not the case. I screamed at her. I was like, you are worthy as fuck of doing anything and everything. And it has nothing to do with your occupation. And that moment is when I started using the word worthy as fuck. And I got on an Instagram right after that. And it's not like this thing went viral or anything, but like you could tell. I was like having veins pop out of my neck. I was crying. I was so angry because I had known so many people. There was actually a girl on the tour and it was never said, but she killed herself because I guarantee you she felt the exact same way that I felt and that girl felt and so many other people, men and women. And you guys, this isn't just athletics. This is business. This is so many things. You, so many people tie their worth to what they do instead of who they are. And in that moment, I was like, there is zero fucking chance in hell I'm ever quitting this. And I remember getting that passion that day that I recorded that video. And that's when I said, okay, I'm going to do my first mastermind. And like I'd had the teaching, like I knew how it was going to work. And that's when I started asking people. That's when I started putting it out there that I was going to do it. You guys, I did not know up from fucking down. I just knew that I knew that I knew I was going to put on an event that was going to impact people. And in the beginning, I felt like the only thing that fucking mattered was like the house and the food and the swag bags and all the things. That part, it actually didn't matter. Like that part did not matter. What mattered is the impact that I was able to make. And I remember I started advertising in probably like January or February. I got my first yes from one of my good girlfriends at the time. The cool thing about it is I am still almost like best friends with like all, I think there were seven of us at my first mastermind. I did it in California. People flew out. I rented this house. The, the transformations that happened in that room that weekend were literally, they changed my life forever. Like I could still cry to this day. I'm going to cry. It was life changing what happened in that room that weekend. And it was all 
it was the most stressful time of my life getting that set. My brother's girlfriend at the time, who I wasn't getting along with, they're no longer, no longer together. She flew out there with me. We rented this beautiful house in Arizona. I remember, or pardon me, in California. I remember asking my good girlfriend still to this day. I respected her like crazy. She was massively, massively successful. And I remember she was actually been on the podcast. Her name is Doc Jen Fit, Jenna Scare. And uh, I remembered her. I remember calling her, asking her if she would be a speaker at the event in California. And that was like such a God thing, you guys, because had she said no, I promise, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be where I am today. And she knows that. And I just feel like that there's little God moments along the way. But I probably still would have been here. But that was a moment where I was like, oh, my God, Jen, the Jen Iscare, the Doc Jen Fit believes in me enough that she is going to come to this house and speak to these women. And we had Samantha Skelly that weekend. There was just so many people that said yes. And I hired this really famous brand photographer who I'm still friend with today, Monica Linda. She's super famous. Um, and I put on the most amazing event ever. I probably lost money, you guys. <laughs> My first year, I lost money 110%. But then all of a sudden, I started getting a few one-on-one -on -one clients. And then I did the next mastermind. And then I did the next mastermind. And you guys, I promise you, even still to this day, it is so fucking hard. But after that first mastermind, I felt like I got a little bit of traction. But fast forward between when I first hired um, the hired the coach, not even the coach, when I first went to an event to when that mastermind actually started, it was honestly at least a year and a half, at least a year and a half, if not more, that I was spending way more money than I was making. I was doing all of the work that it took. I was playing the long game. You guys, I've talked about this a thousand times. I was literally doing the posting. I was reaching out. I was getting a thousand no's for every little tiny baby yes. I was trying to get on podcasts. I was sending out emails. I was doing posts. I was going live. Like, I was doing everything that I needed to do. I was going to other women's events. I went to so many events in one year because I was like, I'm just going to show up for other people. I'm just going to spend the money. I'm going to fly out to LA. I'm going to fly to Phoenix. I'm going to fly to Ohio. I'm going to fly to Florida. I'm going to go wherever I need to do, go because I'm just going to show my face in rooms with other women who are doing similar things as me. And you know what? To this day, I still am friends with some of those people and I still get clients from doing that. But I just had to take a risk on myself. You guys, I've said it on this podcast so many times is that that my first year, I probably spent $30,000 more than I than I made. My second year, Garen fucking teed. I spent like 50 grand more than I made. I think it was my second full year or two and a half years in is when I did that live event. If you guys have not heard that podcast where I talk about my live event, it's episode like you know, early on, maybe episode five or six, where I said I lose $50,000 and gain confidence. That live event, that four, five, six months out of my life was probably the most stressful time of my whole entire life. I said yes to doing a live event in a different state for a hundred people, costing me like close to a hundred thousand dollars because my partner backed out. But that was like such a God thing. It was the best thing that could have ever happened. But I said yes to that, having like literally 2,000 followers because yeah, I had a lot of followers, but they were all golf. 
But I just knew that I knew that I knew that I knew I would never quit. I would never give up. I would reach out to every person under the sun. You know, I had speakers on that event that like quit on me. I had, I reached out to product companies. We probably had 20 um, brand products in the swag bags. You guys, I probably reached out to 200. I hired one of the best event planners in the country, Lewis Howes, who's, you know, one of the most successful, you know, at the time, he was one of the most successful personal development guys. I hired his fucking event manager because I just decided. Like I knew that I had so much skin in the game, I couldn't give up. And I think that's a huge tip as well. Have so much skin in the game that like giving up is not a fucking option. Like where you have to do it. Like I had to do it, you guys. I had people flying in from other countries for this event. Like quitting was not an option. It just wasn't something that I was going to do. And so like I want you to understand that too. Like have someone literally so much skin in the game that you can't quit. And also too, I invested in two very high-end masterminds in California where I was flying out to California at least twice a year to be a part of these masterminds. I was getting on phone calls. I was literally going to other, like my accountability partners, anything that I could do to support another person because I just wanted to learn from these people. I was spending hours at night creating graphics and content and trying to come up with courses and workbooks and all of the things. You guys, I was doing everything you could possibly imagine in the beginning besides giving up. And I just had to keep going. And then one of the smartest things that I did was hire, um, I had a really good virtual assistant. Uh, After my first assistant quit, I hired another one. And I mean, I did everything that I could to just keep this rodeo afloat. I came, how I came up with my first contract was the contract that I had signed for another coach. I just like modified it and made it my own. I started, you know, selling sweatshirts and t-shirts to get people to wear them so they would share them on social media. I remember literally having uh, one of my neighbors come over and like literally put addresses on sweatshirts and I was sending them halfway around the world. I was Venmoing. I didn't even know, I didn't even have a payment processor in the beginning. Like I was like, PayPal me? I don't fucking know. Like how much are these things going to cost? Like I had no idea what I was doing in the beginning, but slowly but surely it started making a little bit more sense. One thing that I know to be true, you guys, in the beginning, it's really hard because you're creating everything. You don't know your head from your tail, right? But then I hired a one-on-one coach. And I think that that was when the game fucking changed because I had one person helping me get clear on what I wanted to do. You know, I always say this to my clients, I am never going to give you anything. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm going to give you that overhead's perspective to trust yourself. And that is one thing over the last two years that I think I've done a very fucking fantastic job at is trusting myself and listening to what you guys want. You know, I've done masterminds and one-on-one coaching. I was doing those. They were working out well. Then I did one mastermind and my girls wanted to stay with me, but they're like, Christina, this just is, you know, I think we're a little high level. I don't know what to do next. I don't want to leave you because you know me, you know everything about me. And that's when I created my elite mastermind and I just listened. And guess what? I just figured it out. Like I came up with that in two seconds. And guess what? 
I had to have a really hard conversation with two people in that elite mastermind. And guess what? Why? Because I wanted to make sure they had the best experience ever. And I modified as I went. I was like, you know what? You're not having the best experience ever. Let me figure out how to make the best experience ever. You know, one thing that I know to be true is that I'm not always going to get it right, you guys. I'm going to fuck up a lot of times. I'm not perfect. You know, I'm learning just like with everyone else, but I will always do whatever it takes to make it right. And that's why I'm still going is because I don't have to do it perfect. I'm never going to do it perfect. I'm going to screw up things all the time. Just last week, a woman found an old link for something that we don't even have. She paid for it. And then she's like, hey, I can't log into this thing. I was like, fuck, I didn't even know that still existed. So guess what? We gave her two months into the network for free because we just we we just figure out how to make it right. Now I have the same coach that I've had for over two and a half years now. She knows me inside and out. She knows my weaknesses. I've had the same assistant for over probably uh, 15 months. I love her and I adore her and I'll do whatever I can to keep her on forever. I know that'll never be the case, but I've got systems and strategies, but I just didn't give up. I figured out and I'm, this is one thing that I think you guys, I would love for you to take from this too, is I'm never afraid to invest in myself. I always say yes to everything. So like if I know it's going to make it easier, I have enough self-trust now that like the answer is yes. Like we need that. Perfect. Do it. I don't care what it costs. And I know that to some extent, like it's not like I just throwing money out the door. I'm really, I'm really smart with money, but I, I trust myself enough to know that I'm going to show up to do the next thing. I know that I'm going to show up to figure it out. You know, this podcast, this is a perfect, you know, example. You guys, I didn't know how to do a podcast in the beginning. I had no fucking idea how to do a podcast. We're over a year into this podcast now. But when I first started podcasting, I had no idea what to do. It started with going, well, my it started with my coach going, Christina, you need a podcast. Christina, you need a podcast. Christina, you need a podcast. And people asking me, hey, when are you going to get a podcast? So I was finally like, okay, I've got to figure this out. Maybe this is the next step because I knew I was doing masterminds well. I knew my one-on-one coaching was sold out. I knew how to do that. So it's like, okay, we can bring in one more thing this year. And then so we brought in the podcast, but it all started with a mic. Then it started with like asking my friends who had a podcast, hey, what podcast producer do you use? Hey, how do you do a podcast? So I hired a podcast producer that I, you know, got recommended. So I did that. And then I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? And then the launch of the podcast, you know, like, let's be honest, there's what, 3 billion podcasts now? I'm going to be behind. There's a thousand people, literally a thousand people that I know that have podcasts that are have been doing it for years. So if I would have told myself, well, you're too late, you're, you know, you're too far gone, you don't know what you're doing, I would have never started. But I just knew I had to start. And guess what? I'm a year in. I'm a year into this podcast, over a year now. But I just started and I didn't quit. Like when I don't give myself the option to quit, it's always going to work. Is it easy? No, I don't make a dollar on this podcast. Not one fucking dollar. I know that I can eventually. I know that like maybe next year we'll start advertising or maybe the year after that or maybe we'll figure out another way to monetize it. But like at this point in time, I'm just doing it because I know that I know that I know I'm going to always figure it out, you know? My, this really helps my one-on-one coaching. You guys listen to this and you're like, oh my God, Christina's doing exactly what I fucking want to do. She's helping other people doing X, Y, Z thing. It doesn't even fucking matter. I have one-on-one clients that are in the tech industry, the vacation industry, the pharmaceutical industry, 
you know, uh, the insurance industry, HR, it doesn't fucking matter. And I, then I have stay at home moms, it doesn't matter. So this podcast is adding value to them. This podcast is making sure that I can be like, oh, imposter syndrome, no problem. Check out episode 12 or whatever it is, right? But if I wouldn't have just started and not quit, if I would have talked myself out of it, you guys, this is all about the journey. Every single inch of this is about the journey. If you are living in when this happens, you are going to stay stuck. You are going to stay so stuck because if you always feel like you're not enough or you're left behind or you don't know what you're doing, you're going to stay stuck. Like it's all truly about the journey. Like every inch of this has been about the journey. And I promise you, like it's all about the progress. It's all about uh, not the progress, the, the process. It's all about the process. Like when you find someone who can hold you accountable to not stopping throughout the journey, when you have enough skin in the game to not stop, you won't stop. And like, this is my purpose on the planet. So I know I have to figure out how to have these stop losses to where I have so much skin in the game, I can't quit. Or I have people to hold me up when I literally want to cry and it feels so hard and no one's paying attention and people owe me thousands of dollars and like, it's not working, quote unquote, it's not working. Like all of the things, right? You guys, this is exactly it. Like this is the reason why you have coaches and this is the reasons why you do masterminds and this is the reason why you listen to these podcasts so you understand that like even myself who perhaps you look at me as I've had success. You guys, I have had so many nights where I am just in full out fucking body shaking tears because I don't feel like it's working. But then I keep going because the faith part of me is so huge. You guys know God always gives me that penny or he gives me that God wink or he sends me one phone call. But the reason why I think those things happen is because I just don't quit. Like I have so much faith that it's going to work out that God always sends me that little wink to keep going along the line. And I have amazing support system and I put a ton of skin in the game. I just want you to know that like no matter what it is that you want to do, I promise you the beginning sucks. It just fucking sucks. You're figuring everything out the first time, but you just have to have that little bit of confidence in yourself to keep going. This is the reason why I've harped on it a thousand times that confidence is the fucking thing. You guys, I didn't have the perfect strategy. I didn't have the perfect coach from the beginning. I definitely didn't have, you know, the certificate on the wall. I didn't have anything. I just had enough confidence to fucking start and not quit. And that is the key to my absolute success. And that's part of the entrepreneurial journey. Like that is the fucking thing. And there's so much more that I'm sure I missed. You know, my first mastermind, my first podcast, my first client, my first you know, speaking event, my first uh, mastermind, elite mastermind, my first, you know, speaking to a thousand people, my first thousand dollars, my first $10,000, my first hundred thousand dollars. I mean, there's so many things along the way. And guess what? I'm going to get to my first million dollars if I just don't quit. I promise you this journey, this success journey, it, if I look back at all of the moments, the hardest moments that I've had over the last you know, however many years that I've been working, but especially in this coaching business for the last five years, there isn't like one thing that's been like this monumental thing. There hasn't been 
one thing that is like, oh, that's the whole reason why I'm doing this. It's a combination of it all. And it's all a part of the journey. So whatever journey you want to take right now, whatever you think matters, I promise you, like the only thing that matters is you just keep showing up for your why. You keep showing up because you know that you know that you know you want to do this thing, whatever this thing is. For me, I just want every human being to feel confident in their God-given purpose. And if you don't know what that is, if you need the clarity, I promise you I can help you with that. Like, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, this is what I was put on this planet to do and what I am so fucking good at. So um, I would love to jump on a clarity call with you. I would love to jump on a discovery call. If you have any inch inside of you that you want to work with me. I would absolutely love to get you on my wait list. I would love to talk with you. This is my God-given purpose. And, you know, this whole journey, all of the blood, sweat, and tears, and the money, and all of the things along the way that has allowed me to have this beautiful life is so I can serve you. And I'm so fucking grateful for it. So if you're ever interested in jumping on a call with me, text me at 501-222-3362. If you are one of my amazing clients, Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for being a part of this amazing, like hard up and down roller coaster life of mine. And um, you guys do not ever forget the road to success. The journey to success is fucking wild, but it is so worth it. And at any moment in time, you too can decide it is your turn to get on this wild, crazy ride. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.